Yo, what time is it? Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland. This is no ordinary man. With Rudy Povich. He's very stupid. Here we go. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeart, basically wherever you upload your podcast. Uh, Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform it is that you get. And every day, every single morning, we take this thing, we go live with it. That's right. You find it on Instagram, on YouTube, and uh, also on Facebook. Today on the show, Tom Brady. If you ask me, I say Tom Brady Schmady because that guy, you don't get to have everything. God damn it. Seriously. Really? Everything that guy does, first off, it turns to gold, and then you get to have a hot wife, and your kids are awesome on top of it. Ah, but first, live dates. Hey, tonight, got two shows with uh, Wendy Mayberry and Sophie Buttle. That's going to be over at House of Comedy Mall of America. Shows are at 7 and 9.30 tonight, tomorrow night, and then one show Sunday, 7 p.m. Coming up the first weekend of August. That's the 4th and the 5th. Excuse me, the 5th and the 6th. I keep saying the 4th and the 5th. Never mind. 5th and 6th, Gutty's Comedy Club. Dine in Minnesota with Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live. Then going to Indianapolis. Gutty's Comedy Club, Indianapolis. The Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with Jonathan Kite, September 22nd through the 24th, and December 2nd and 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas, with Jonathan Kite. What's up to everybody on the live feed? I know we basically kick this thing out to Facebook and YouTube every day, but I'm telling you, Instagram is where it's at. We got a good little party going on over there. What's up, Shelly? Good morning to you. Dana? What's up, Amanda? Hi, Sarah. What's up, Olina? BJ? Hi. What's up, Jim Norner? Good to see you the other night, my man. Scooter, Tara, don't call me Tara, Tara. Uh, Sally, dude, good to see everybody. TGIF to you as well, Shelly. TGIFF. <laughs> I, uh, I got up this morning. It was running around the internet for a little while, getting some work done, ran to the gym, uh, listened to a couple of the podcasts that I listened to. And then uh, came across something that Tom Brady had said. And if you saw the clip from last night that I put on Instagram today, that was something that was sort of like a thought I just had rolling around in my head. And I don't know how, sometimes just you're in the moment and something gets brought up. There was a group of financial people in the crowd last night. They have like a financial, I don't even know what you want to call it, if it's like an advising company? I don't know. They were like on a company party. And we started talking about finances. And the thought I've been kind of kicking around is, I'll get to it in just a minute, but I did post one of the jokes that just kind of came in the moment last night. And I don't know. If you watch that clip, you know what I'm talking about. But this is Tom Brady talking about his kids and how his kids live in live in such an alternate reality than the rest of us we have people that clean for us we have people that make our food we have people that drive Mm -hmm. us to the airport if we need that you know we get off a plane and there's people waiting there for us and we get ushered in and it's just that's my kid's reality which is the hard part to say guys this is not the way reality really is yeah well it's not the way most people's reality is but for them it is their reality and it will always be their reality and i do like that tom brady comes from Humble beginnings. I mean, I, I imagine his parents probably had a dollar or two to be able to keep him in sports. But, you know, for a guy like Tom Brady, Tom Brady probably could have become a hedge fund manager. He probably had other outlets. But he chose football. 
and he had the somebody had the means to do it. There's a lot of guys in the NFL that is their only way out. <laughs> they have a shit life, and they found a little bit of solace on the gridiron, and then work their asses off because it put energy towards something else that wasn't either terrible home life, drugs, crime. These kids were coming from somewhere where they had to get out. Tom chose to do this. So the guys worked his ass off. And even though you can talk about how much of a, you know, prima donna or how inflate man, he's a cheater. He's fucking guy works his ass off. I mean, you can't be that old in the league, in a league like that for that long and still being able to perform at such a high level. So I know that he takes a lot of shit and I know he's got first world problems, but I was listening to this and I was like, you know what though? I know we all like go, oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, his kids get to go on private jets. All right. My kid doesn't get to go on a private jet, but it's not like she doesn't get to go places. We don't have people waiting to take us to the airport, but we got a ride there. We might not be as high caliber as Tom Brady, but God damn it, we all live a pretty goddamn good life. I've said this a thousand times. Even the poor people have big screen TVs. We've come to a problem in this society where the TVs we buy cannot be hung on the walls of our houses, which are too small to facilitate the TVs, which we can afford. <laughs> life is not that bad. What's up, Danielle? Hey, what's up, Jen? Hi, Jill. Good to see you. Oopty! What's up, buddy? I was up north the other weekend, man. I'm sorry I missed out. But I'm just saying, like, I know we piss on Tom Brady a little bit, like, oh, he's got a hot wife, and he's, you know, the greatest quarterback in NFL history, and his kids get to fly in private jets. Our kids got it pretty goddamn good, too. I've, I tell this bit on stage, but it is 1,000% true. My daughter has been to Alaska, Vegas, California, Florida, uh, Dude, you name it. She's been all over the goddamn place. Goes to Wisconsin Dells, goes to Milwaukee, you know, flies out for all of these events for gymnastics. Dude, when we were kids, we went to the Duluth Zoo. That's not a joke. That was our biggest trip of the year was the Duluth Zoo. Not even a good zoo. All the animals there, you could just see in the woods. <laughs> It's so true. Kids have it very good these days. Let's not get a shit on Tom Brady. Cause I, I don't I'm I'm not a fan of people that live like upper middle class or like fuck that rich guy. No, 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 don't fuck that rich guy. Let's look around. We all doing pretty I could not start the podcast on time today because I was waiting for the air conditioner to turn off and getting anxiety about the fact the show was gonna start late because my AC was running just a little bit longer than I wanted it to. Bring her down, everybody. We're not flying on private jets like Tom and Giselle and the kids. But God damn it, we all got it pretty good. Whenever you wake up in the morning, you're like, how's a little chilly? We got to turn down the AC. It's just, a, we've left the air conditioning on all night. And now it's 63. Better turn that down. Better turn that on. You got it good, man. We're sleeping next to a bucket, flies all around you, head laying on concrete. We're pretty goddamn good. What's up, Chris? Real good to see you, man. Hoopty Duluth Zoo. That was high class. My childhood trip every year was the St. Louis County Fair. Yeah, man. Uh, my mom just told this story the other day, which I had forgotten about, but 
vividly remembered it when she brought it up to me, and that was we were on. Do you guys remember the octopus? Not the little cardboard one with the tentacle up that says you must be this high to ride this ride, which I never got past the tentacle until the age of 23. You know what I'm talking about? You know that? It's not that. I'm talking about the black four-armed eight-carriage ride at a county fair. And it spins in a circle, and then it goes up and then down and up and down, and then the carts on each arm spin. And myself and this kid I lived next to, his name was Jim Lind, we were on the octopus together. We must have been about... I don't know, 12, 13. We're sitting in the octopus. And on each arm, there's two carts. There's us in one cart, cart next to us, completely empty. They have to stop the ride once every, you know, 30 rotations so they can let people off. And sometimes, you know, you're right next to the people that are getting let off. And sometimes you're way up on the top of the octopus while people on the bottom are getting down and getting off the ride. And Jim and I were way up on top. We're on the right arm of the arm that we were on next to the cart that's and the cart next to us completely empty. While we are waiting for <laughs> these people to get off, we hear a snap and then the cart next to us just fucking fell off. Fell off and smashed onto the ground. S- like smashed like into like pieces. Door went flying, shit went flying everywhere. Jim immediately starts to cry because he was a little younger than me. He must have been about 10, maybe 10 or 11. And I'm like, oh my God, you got to get us the fuck off here. Dude, they got us off that ride. Nary a mention of it in the news. Nobody brought it up. I mean, it's one thing to go to Valley Fair and you see some kids that, you know, eventually those kids, the carnies at Valley Fair will eventually grow in to be upstanding citizens. The people at the St. Louis County Fair, they're, they're on parole. This is their one shot to stay out of jail. So so they hit the road with the circus and they put this shit together. They break it down. They put it together. You know, what, four times in a week? Eventually, they're going to get a little bored and slip up. Amanda, that was one of my favorite rides when I was younger. Yeah, I know, right? God, that was fun. It was fun until I literally saw a cart fall off of it. Could you imagine if there would have been somebody in that car? Because it was like, I don't know, it wasn't that late in the day. I don't remember it being, it was like when like families and stuff were there, not when like the the bottom of the barrel, the sludge at the bottom of the barrel, they scrape off uh, and uh, come to the county fair. Sarah, that ride was my favorite part as a kid. Won't catch me on that as an adult. No, because now you know. Now you know. They call it the monster at Valley Fair. I hate that ride. I didn't realize it was still around. I guess, I mean, I go to Valley Fair. Maybe I just haven't seen it or I forgot about it. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to try to get on to a um, ride with my daughter today because uh, I'll be sherpa those kids down to Shakopee here in just a bit because heaven forbid if they spend an actual day, you know, letting their minds just wander, maybe reading a book. I told one of the girls that my daughter's going to school with this coming uh, school year. I said, so how far are you in your summer reading? She goes, we got summer reading? I was like, oh, shit. You guys are in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, John? Thanks for hopping on the live feed, man. I'm sorry I didn't uh, get back to you yesterday. I, uh, I was in the middle of driving when you tried to FaceTime me. My buddy John knows how to tie one on. And when he ties one on, there's like a, I call it drunken ease. 
There's like drunk talk that only drunk people know how to speak to one another. And John, since since I am quite fluent in drunkenese, John was speaking my language yesterday as I was just getting in the car to take off to drive to the gig. And there was a bevy of text messages that all came back. And I think to the layman, I think if there had been people who've lived a righteous life, they would have looked at those text messages and said, this is all gibberish. Not to me. Oh, no. This, you, listen, this is my Sanskrit. There's, a very, there's very few people on the planet that know how to speak drunkenese. And I got that shit down to a T, my man. <laughs> Hi, Kim. Good to see you. Uh, Scooter, it's right across from the Superior stage. Okay, well, listen, I'm going to swing by there today. I'm going to try to hop onto the wild thing with my daughter just for one, just because I never, I bought that goddamn season pass. I have not been to Valley Fair once. So busy with everybody else's shit and my shit and shows and traveling. I just haven't made it a priority. And all I want to do today is walk in, just ride the wild thing one time, and then go about my goddamn day. Ah, Danielle, my son rolled wilding for the first time last fall and loved it. Uh, he rode it six times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, that's uh, that's where it's at, man. Uh, once you get that out of your system, when I was when I was younger, I was a pussy when it came to rides. I still don't like the big giant. I can't do like the extreme swing. I can't do that Superman. You know, you go to Six Flags and your feet are dangling. They got that Joker thing that sends you away. I'm like, dude, that's too much. That goddamn skateboard at Nickelodeon. I'm just like, fucking no. No, dude, listen. And it's not like, you know, I had this as a child and I grew out of it much later in life. Now I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of pussing out. Dude, I bawled my eyes out on that white rails uh, roller coaster over at Valley Fair when I was a kid. That, that thing, they basically took it piece by piece, two by four by two by four from the goddamn boardwalk in in new jersey and put that slap that thing together and i was scared shitless to go on that when i was like eight so this stuff has been haunting me for a long time so the fact that i get up on excalibur and go do that shit yeah man uh tara i love superman bit too old for me now i i agree can't do it uh danielle i rode the extreme swing with him and had to keep my eyes closed so i wouldn't get sick it's not the sickness that i worry about it is the uh it's like the jello legged afterwards. I feel like I can't keep my feet underneath me when I ride those big ass rides. Not a fan. Uh, high roller is what it's called. Yeah, thank you, Scooter. Right on. Well, the reason I was bringing up that Tom Brady thing, and I was having this conversation, I was having this. That clean get out of there, Tom. I was having this thought yesterday, and uh, let me know what you guys think. The reason why I bring it up is I said it in jest on stage last night, and it kind of rolled off, and it ended up hitting. So I'm like, all right, we're going to keep that in the repertoire. But uh, the thought I was having was I have made some very questionable decisions when it comes to romance, finance, anything named Nance, Dianetics. I'm trying to think of other words that end in Nance, and I don't have any. The dance, Garth Brooks. I've made some questionable decisions, all right? And the reason why I bring it up is because we're getting to that point in life where you have to start talking about, well, what's the next step? Not so much for me, but for the older people in my life, you know? 
who are the people that are going to take care of the people who need the the care? What's this going to look like so that we're all that's not being surprised, or at least trying to somewhat kind of keep you know ourselves in front of getting out ahead of this, so that when these things inevitably happen, you kind of know what to do. And I was having this thought about like, listen, I feel like I may not have carved out a paradise, but I think I'm doing okay. But uh, I don't think it's fair when people decide to have kids. Like, there's there's never going to be an inheritance that my dad was ever going to leave leave any of his four children. So why not uh, why not set it up for your kids? So I'm trying to figure out a way that I can, you know, make this happen where it doesn't seem where I'm just like I don't know, not giving my daughter, you know, because I've always heard give your kids enough money to do something. Don't give your kids enough money to do nothing. And I was thinking like, you know, uh, I've never checked up with my mom in her finances, uh, but I do know that my mom is incredibly smart and has done very well for herself. And I imagine there might be a shekel or two lying around that she's going to be like, well, whatever I didn't spend, you guys can split up, you know, chop it up, you know, how many ever ways you got to chop it up. But I was thinking, uh, maybe just a little bit for me too. Maybe there's just a little bit that thinks I'm I'm setting myself up. But I was just gonna go tell my mom, you know what? Hey, uh, why don't you just go ahead and whatever you know inheritance you planned on giving me? Why don't you just kick it on down to your granddaughter? Because uh, I I. We get by, but I don't think I, there. I mean, it's not like if something were to happen to me right now. I mean, with with the life insurance policy that I got, she would be okay for a little while, you know. But uh, listen, uh, let's. She's she's got brains. She's got skills. I uh, you know I, I've I kind of floundered for years and moved around the country and kind of fucked off and drank a lot and partied and went on vacations when I probably should have been tucking some money away. And, you know, uh, basically, you know, 401ks. I mean, are you, what? You got to put money away. I'm like, bitch, I ain't got money to fucking, (laughs) I ain't got money to, to, to put, dude, if you gave me a Folgers can and a shovel and they were like, I'm going to come back in one year. And we're going to bury this Folgers can. I want you to stack it up with as much money as you possibly can. We would get to that one-year mark. You'd come back. You'd open that Folgers can. It would be just as empty as it was the day you gave it to me. So that's why I'm saying uh, maybe we, you know, let's set this kid up for success. And the only thing that I ask is that when finally it comes time for the old man to my bones have stopped moving. My muscles are aching just a little too much. Let's just keep a little spot in the basement. I don't need much. Just a, just a cot right next to the, to the water heater. That'd be fine. But listen, this might be your job to take care of me because I don't think this is going to pan out. <laughs> so maybe, maybe if uh, I play my cards right, I'm like, listen, I know you're 14 right now, but eventually uh, you got your eye on the prize and you work hard and you're focused and you're smart and eventually shit's going to work out for you. So uh, how about you just kind of let the old man belly up behind and ride them coattails 
while you keep climbing that ladder. And all I really need is just uh, just a little bit of, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll pull my weight. I'm not just going to like show up and, you know, flop on your couch like some relatives I know. But I'm just saying, uh, I feel like this is a good move. So I don't know. I was having that thought about like, man, you've done some dumb things over the years. And, you know, I don't know if that shit's going to pan out <laughs> towards the end of life. But maybe you can set yourself up by, uh, you know, passing down a few dollars to the person who's actually, you know, going to make something uh, of themselves. Who's got like, I mean, because there's still a possibility that, uh, you know, there's a glimmer of hope that the two people that live in this house, one of them goes on to wild success uh, while the other one keeps podcasting out of his basement, waiting for the goddamn furnace to stop so he doesn't get any background noise for a stupid little podcast. Anyways, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, wherever it is that you listen to it, please subscribe to it. It really does make a huge difference. Find it on Instagram, which is where we party every single day. Bunch of people always hanging out. Appreciate you guys. I uh, really do appreciate every single time we get uh, a new mer- merch order or we get somebody who shares the podcast. It's very cool. So thank you guys very much. The people that come out to shows, I love it. It's so much fun. Uh, tonight, two shows, 7 to 9.30, House of Comedy, Mall of America. Then we're back there Saturday night, same thing, 7 to 9.30. And then Sunday, 7 p.m. So please come on out, grab a show, hang out, press the flesh. We're going to hang out, get some drinks after. So uh, Olina, have a great weekend, everyone. You as well. Danielle, Circle of Life, I took care of you. You can take care of me. Absolutely. Except for my circle's a little broken because my mom took care of me and then my daughter's going to have to take care of me and I've basically taken care of no one. <laughs> we gave my daughter a hatchet and a bandolier's belt and was like, here you go figure it out she's like but i'm three and you're like hey man fucking hop to it and that listen that fire ain't gonna stoke itself so get your shit together kid um yeah so live dates you can get tickets you can find merch and get all that stuff off my website rudypovich.com again you guys are great thank you so much enjoy the weekend hope to see you at house of comedy if not we'll see you down the road thank you so much i always love it when you take a long walk to cleveland the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.